It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Sensemaker. Hi, my name's Nimo and this is Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, a ticking time bomb in Beirut. Who was responsible for one of the worst chemical accidents in history? We begin with that massive deadly explosion rocking the capital of Lebanon. Look at that. On the 4th of August 2020, the third largest non-nuclear explosion in history brought the city of Beirut to its knees. You probably remember the videos that were coming out of Lebanon that day. Confused residents started filming the grey smoke rising in the distance at Beirut's port. Then, in what feels like no time at all, the smoke is overtaken by an intense white flash and, within a split second, an orange and black chemical cloud fires into the sky, causing a shockwave that tore through Lebanon's capital. 218 people died and thousands were left wounded. The blast was reportedly caused by 2,750 tonnes of ammonium nitrate, a highly explosive chemical. Now, a year later, all that's left at the epicentre of the blast is the smell of sewage, dead rats and rotting grain. And the people of Lebanon are still asking, how on earth did this happen? One of those people is a lawyer named Camille Abu Suleiman, and he's taking his questions to the High Court in London. He left Lebanon during the civil war in the early 80s to study at Harvard Law School. He's since made a name for himself as a heavyweight in financial law. He also still maintains close ties to his home country. In 2019, he even had a brief stint as Lebanon's Labour Minister. Now, he's back as a partner at a law firm in London. And earlier this month, Camille Abu Suleiman announced that he, alongside a number of other lawyers, filed a lawsuit against a UK-registered company called Savaro Limited. Savaro is a chemical company and a pretty elusive one at that. According to the Canadian paper The Globe and Mail, Savaro says it has no employees. The lawsuit alleges that Savaro was the owner of the ammonium nitrate that caused the explosion. So, the lawsuit contends, the company was responsible for it and should be held accountable for failing to properly store or dispose of the chemicals. A lawyer at the legal firm representing Savaro has denied being involved in the transactions which are part of the claim, saying that the company has never traded. But Camille Abu Suleiman isn't the only one looking at Savaro. At the start of the year, two senior British parliamentarians called for an investigation into the company. A letter from MP Margaret Hodge, who chairs the British Parliamentary Group on Anti-Corruption, has written to the UK Business Secretary, urging immediate action. But there is a question about whether the blame for the explosion can be placed at the door of one single company. Chronic negligence and corruption has plagued Lebanon for a long time. The explosion was an example of it. The ammonium nitrate had been sitting at Beirut's port, one of the busiest in the region, since November 2013. Its destination wasn't even Beirut. The chemicals were supposed to be going to Africa. This ammonium nitrate was on its way from the Eastern European country of Georgia to 
the African state of, of Mozambique. Instead, it arrived in Lebanon on an old Russian-owned cargo ship because it had issues at sea. The Lebanese authorities declared the ship unseaworthy and the shipment was eventually entirely abandoned. And so, the highly volatile combustible ammonium nitrate was moved into a warehouse where it stayed for over six years. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Senior customs officials realized the danger posed by these chemicals, so they wrote to the Lebanese judiciary several times in the following year, warning about the ammonium nitrate. None of the warnings were acted on. Human Rights Watch has called the Lebanese government, at minimum, criminally negligent for failing to act. And to make matters worse, a few months after the explosion, the FBI did their own investigation. They found that only about 500 tonnes of the ammonium nitrate actually exploded. No one seems to know where the rest of the chemicals actually went. And in the last year, things have gotten worse in Lebanon. Economic decline, mismanagement of the pandemic and a domestic investigation that has, for all intents and purposes, flatlined, has left the Lebanese public angrier than ever. People are angry. I'm angry. I can't take it anymore. We have to do something about it. So where does all of this leave Beirut? The case against Savaro Limited is only just beginning. The lawyers say this is one attempt to hold at least one part of the puzzle accountable. While a number of arrests have been made, including Lebanon's caretaker Prime Minister Hassan Diab, the government has been accused of a cover-up. Officials have rejected requests to lift the immunity of a number of high-ranking politicians and security chiefs so that they can be questioned by the judiciary. It looks like all those left behind, the families of the deceased, those whose businesses have been destroyed, will be waiting for answers for a long time yet. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker by Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We make podcasts like this one, but we also do bigger investigations and hold live events called Thinkins. If you like the sound of that and if you're fed up listening to ads, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash join us and sign up. This August, we're offering a year's membership for £50. That's 40% off our usual price. And if you can't afford that, just write to us at memberhelp at tortoisemedia.com saying so. And we'll look into giving you a funded membership. We've never rejected an application as of yet. Today's episode was written by me and produced by Xavier Greenwood. The Sensemaker. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, 
Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.